Welcome in to the PFF NFL Daily. Today discussing Quentin Nelson, maybe the best offensive lineman in the entire NFL, but he's a guard. And we're going to debate what exactly the best guard in the NFL is worth. So, Sam, let's get into it. Quentin Nelson uh, next in line to be paid for the Colts. They've signed center Ryan Kelly to a big deal, just signed right tackle Braden Smith to a big deal. What does that all mean for Quentin Nelson, who's uh, probably coming up next? He is, yeah. And obviously, he's going to have a, a market resetting contract in terms of the, the guard position in the NFL. Um, so I asked our contract expert, Brad Spielberger, you can find his work on pff.com. You know, what do you think Quentin Nelson's going to get? And he ballparked 18 to $20 million a season on average, which would make him obviously the, the best paid guard in the NFL because that's what he's going to be shooting for. But it would also make him the best paid right tackle in the NFL. Um, right now, you know, Ryan Ramchek is at the top there with $19.2 million a year on average. Brandon Scherf is, is the top with the, um, the franchise tag on, uh, in terms of guards, but then it's Lane Johnson, $18 million a year, Taylor Mouton, seventeen, dollars um, and, and obviously Braden Smith right up there as well. So he's going to end up getting paid basically as the best paid offensive lineman that is not a left tackle. Yeah, and it's crazy because I think there's a legitimate debate about the, the value of elite players. And we mentioned this on the PFF NFL podcast this week as well. Maybe in isolation, the guard is not as valuable as a tackle. The market bears that out. However, in Quentin Nelson's three years in the NFL, uh, using our wins above replacement metric, 1.27 wins above replacement for Quentin Nelson. Next closest is Zach Martin, and Zach Martin is fantastic. Yes. Uh, but Zach Martin's a 0.89, so 1.27 to 0.89 for perspective, because those numbers don't mean anything to anybody. Um, but the difference between Quentin Nelson and Zach Martin is the same as Zach Martin and the seventh player on that list or eighth player on that list. So Quentin Nelson, in part because of his durability, and we've seen some injuries from Martin missing time and everything, um, but Quentin Nelson's durability and actual on-field performance has just been, you know, that much better than all of the other guards in the league. And I think if you know you're going to get elite play, you have this incremental advantage over the rest of the league at that particular position, and it helps justify that that high-end money. Right, and critically, you know, you looked into this when we when we talked about it on the the main podcast, and I think this podcast earlier. Um, you know, are you better off? getting Quentin Nelson and an average left tackle or kicking Quentin Nelson out to tackle because of what he could be there. Uh, and because he's so dominant at guard and his wins above replacement is so high versus the rest of the guys at his position, he actually overcomes some of that value deficit that the tackle position typically has over an interior lineman and actually supersedes it. Like having Quentin Nelson playing as well as he does at uh, guard is actually more important than trying to kick him out to tackle or or even paying, you know, one of the best left tackles, right tackles, or, or any other position in the NFL. So this idea that, you know, his market resetting contracted guard is going to be maybe the highest paid offensive lineman in the NFL that's not a left tackle, the data actually kind of says that's where he belongs. Like he actually might be the most impactful offensive lineman in the NFL that isn't a left tackle. Yeah. And, and again, comparing to other guards, right? I mean, it, it, Zach Martin was really becoming the standard. Uh, Marshall Yonda was was one of those guys that was high up there before he retired. But Quentin Nelson has really, 
you know, move the needle when it comes to uh, what you expect from the best guard in the NFL. You know, again, just using using PFF's war, using our grades in in war in wins above replacement 0.42 per season over the last couple of years. And again, the next closest guy, Zach Martin, is at 0.3. So that's a big difference. It's a really huge difference when you're talking about these small numbers like uh, adding wins to your team. Nelson has a 90.8 off uh, overall grade since entering the league, 90 as a run blocker, 86 as a pass blocker. So uh, we, from an on-field performance standpoint, we haven't seen a guy in his first three years look as good as Quentin Nelson. He is the best since Marshall Yonda, and he's reset what to expect uh, from those elite guards. And then to your point, if, as the Colts were debating, if they wanted to move him to left tackle, you're incurring some risk. Because you don't know what he's going to be a tackle. You assume he'll be pretty good. He's a good player. You know, he knows he's a good football player. But the more you have data on Quentin Helson as an elite guard, you have that certainty that he'll continue that going forward. And it becomes a, a better investment than, you know, maybe it seems on paper when you see a massive number eventually going to Quentin Nelson as a guard. He's given up three sacks in three seasons of NFL play, um, two in, or sorry, one sack in the last two seasons of NFL play. His run blocking is fantastic. If anything, the grades, you know, don't quite capture some of his greatness because there's those highlight reel plays where he, his awareness of seeing, you know, an unblocked rusher coming that isn't really his guy to pick up, but he's able to peel off his man, take that guy as well. Those are plays that are going to get kind of get lost in the shuffle. And there isn't many of them, but it shows you the level he's operating at from a mental point of view. So he's playing at this incredible level. If anything, you know, he might get better as, as time goes on. He's only really hitting the, the level now where offensive linemen typically play their best football. And it's a weird spot. Usually when teams are signing a player to what is a market redefining contract, they're never quite worth that money. You know, you look at them and you say, because they've, you know, reset that marketplace, they're just a a product of being the most recent guy up, the most recent guy due a new contract. And that's why they get that money. But are they really worth that deal relative to the other players at their position or relative to other positions in the NFL? Usually not. But this is a weird spot where Quentin Nelson is probably going to end up being, you know, the best paid offensive lineman that doesn't play left tackle. And and his play and the data and the war numbers actually say that's where he belongs. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's I think it's similar to the Aaron Donald conversation, right? I mean, using uh, using referencing war again, it, those are uh, defensive linemen. It's a position where war has said, hey, maybe they're not as valuable as public perception or, you know, intuition in the NFL. But if you know, if you can guarantee, which you've been able to, that Aaron Donald is going to be that much better than the next interior defensive lineman, that incremental advantage for the Rams becomes worth it from a team building standpoint, right? So um, I think Quentin Nelson is in that rarefied air for guards. Um, it also does bring the, the Colts a little bit of flexibility because when I was brainstorming, hey, you know, what if he does have to move to tackle? Uh, he could probably play a pretty good solid tackle and if they had to do it because their left tackle right now Eric Fisher on a one-year contract if in a pinch you do have to move Quentin Nelson or for a season you have to move him to left tackle uh, just because of the way the market is I do think he adds that level of flexibility uh, to your roster it's not ideal it's not what you want but it's at least an option for the Colts 
And it becomes slightly better value if that's what they end up doing or if that's what they have to do. Like Quentin Nelson can move to left tackle if they need him to down the line on that contract. And that contract becomes a little bit more reasonable because let's say he's playing on $19 million a year right now. That would make him the fifth best paid tackle or left tackle in the NFL based on average per year. So he goes from being, you know, the best paid player at any other position to just number five if he's playing left tackle. So even if he isn't the same dominant force at left tackle as he was at guard, he doesn't need to be because suddenly the contract is a little bit more valuable, a little bit uh, better from a team point of view, even if he isn't the most dominant player in the NFL at that spot. So agreed. Like it's actually... It's a decent contract because if he stays where he is, he's justifying it. And even if you have to move in positions because you think that's better for your line overall, it becomes a more uh, team-friendly deal in that instance. Overall, the Colts, always a fascinating team-building study. There are other teams around the league who are doing similar things as far as investing at a high level in multiple players along the offensive line. We talked quite a bit about the Kansas City Chiefs this entire offseason the Joe Tooney contract being huge, Orlando Brown for a first-round pick, plus what he's eventually going to get paid. Uh, a team like the Cleveland Browns over the last year, you know, adding Jack Conklin for huge money at right tackle and spending a first-round pick on Jedrick Wills. And these teams are they're top 10 caliber offensive lines. In the Browns' case, they're ranked number one. In the Colts' case, they're ranked second And I, coming into the season. But they'll be competing to be the best offensive line in the NFL, and it seems like they're you know, pretty excited to keep it all together with Braden Smith, Ryan Kelly, eventually Quentin Nelson, who's going to it's going to break the market, Sam. And it seems like he's worth break it. the bank. Absolutely. So let us know about the Colts team building strategy and let us know how much you love Quentin Nelson, because everybody loves Quentin Nelson, the best guard, maybe the best offensive lineman in the entire NFL. It's a PFF NFL Daily. 